0: Macworld Podcast number 339 for Wednesday, January 30th, 2013. Hello again, everyone. This is Philip Michaels for the Macworld Podcast, and it is the day before the launch of Macworld iWorld. That's the annual Mac trade show and conference and exhibit Uh not just Macs anymore, iOS and iPods and all sorts of things that are part of the, the Apple universe. And to discuss that, I have with me Senior Editor Chris Breen,
1: who Hello. Knows, Hello. who's who
0: been to more than his share of Macworld Expos slash Macworld iWorlds. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is, uh, wow, I don't even know how many of this is. This is the fourth iteration of this day since Apple came to the uh, to the show, but... Many, 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 many before that.
0: I believe my my first um, Macworld Expo was January of 2000. Wow. Which it was the keynote where Steve Jobs uh, declared himself CEO. You kid you. No. You, yeah. I'm a youngster. You missed the Gil Emilio. Here. I missed the Gil Emilio by a whisker. <laughs> oh. In fact, I think Gil Emilio had just finished speaking by the time that I attended <laughs> Macworld Expo for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we we mentioned this is year number four of apple um taking its proverbial um trade show ball and going home deciding hey we don't we don't need you your 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 trade shows anymore for uh reasons of its own both eh, understandable and and mysterious and i I guess the 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 question is as always um uh, what is the event like without Apple? Uh, better, worse, different? Definitely different, I would say.
1: Yeah, it is different. It's, um, I think a lot of people came because Apple was showing off their wares and they had the huge stage and they had a the huge area and you could wander around and see everything that you would normally see in an Apple store anyway. And um, and that's sort of what Apple's pitch was. When they were leaving the show, they said, well, we have a Macworld Expo 365 days of the year. And if you want to see our stuff, you just have to come to one of our stores. And that cuts both ways. If you could go to one of their stores, you don't really need to have them at Expo. You you can go just to an Apple store and there you are and you've you've seen what you need to see. Um, so it has provided the opportunity for third-party vendors who were overshadowed in the past to now get exposure, so that they're not living under the shadow of Apple. But at the same time, some of the major vendors, when Apple said, "Oh well, uh, hmm, there isn't the big draw of the Apple booth, so maybe we won't come either," so it has a different collection of vendors than it once did, and also the world of Apple has changed so much with iOS that in. St- Instead of needing to have the the huge printer booths and the huge server booths, now we have to see a lot of small booths that have um, iOS, not only accessories, but also apps. There's an entire apps area. So right. if, if you're interested in seeing that kind of stuff, you can now, whereas in the past it didn't exist because of the market. And also people would tend not to visit these smaller places.
0: One, one of the things that I, I have enjoyed about the, the past three years of the show well, uh, that have lacked Apple's involvement is I have gotten to spend more time with uh, uh, developers and exhibitors who normally would get like a, a handshake and a smile. And I've got to run back to the office now and and write about the, the new version of 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 iCal right. because <laughs> because uh Phil Schiller made an announcement so I got I got to go but uh now you actually get to spend time with um uh products that don't originate outside of Cupertino and I I, I do like that the news guy in me you know misses the the big splashy product right. announcement eyes of the world on Moscone sort of thing that 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 happens certainly um when when Apple was producing things like iPhones and 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 such at MacWorld Expo keynotes, but um, uh, there's there's a different vibe to the show now, and and uh, I kind of like it. I, I I realize people go, well, of course he's going to say that because oh, they're they're lackey, stooge, <laughs> the corporate tool. <laughs> but no, I, I actually I uh, I appreciate. I, I obviously enjoyed the big. The big scene that was there when when Apple was was holding court, but I also I appreciate the vibe of the show now.
1: Yeah, it, it it is a different vibe, and it's um I think in the old days, a lot of people who showed up to the show, and and you still hear them complain, um are those that they came with the enormous bag and they start at one end of the hall to the next and they would try to get every freebie they could and they'd cover themselves with badges, and. uh Although you can still pick up some free stuff, it's not like it was in the old days, and and also there were clearly the gawkers, and these are the people who would go to the Apple booth and they see some device suspended in lucite, and say, oh, and then they could press their, you know, nose to the glass and smudge it, um, and that that experience doesn't exist as it as it once did, but. It, As you say, it is the opportunity to talk to people you wouldn't normally talk to and kind of get it on the ground floor. Every once in a while, you'll see something that looks really interesting and it's a company that's come out with their first-time product or they've been funded and now they can afford to produce this thing and – you can say I was there when, and then the next year you see, wow, this this is a really going concern now. So it's a it's a chance to discover new technologies.
0: And, and the other thing I like about it, um, and this is, uh, let me contrast this with CES where I was earlier this oh, month. Oh, you poor man! Well, I'm, I'm and I'm only now recovering. <laughs> um, I'm only now able to talk about it. Uh, at CES, you you have a mountain of uh, of. Uh, Flacks and 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 representatives and 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 more often than not in booths and and it, at MacWorld iWorld you you go to a, a an app stand and you're talking to the guy who built the right. built the thing right how does this work well let me tell you because I built it right I'm the programmer and the marketer and the and the guy. And I, I, I think if you uh, really want to roll up your sleeves and dig into a product, that's a that's a
1: great experience. Yeah. Far fewer trampolines, more solid content.
0: Mm-hmm. And it, we're talking about the, the – we're sort of focusing on the exhibitor aspect, but that's not all there is to the Macworld, iWorld experience, I think it is safe to say, correct?
1: Yes. There's lots of stuff happening at the show. So there is the exhibitor area just as there always has been. Um, this year Apple – or sorry, this year uh, the MacWorld iWorld folks have – they're they're doing a little bit more um, celebrity content, which is interesting. Um, they're doing Aston Kutcher who's going to be Steve Jobs in the upcoming movie. He, he's
0: not appearing in character,
1: by the way, I think we should point out. Right. That we know of. Yeah. Because yeah. that
0: would just be strange
1: and weird and <laughs> awkward. Yes. Um, Plus
0: Noah Wiley did that bit a few years ago and, and –
1: yeah, yeah, I think I think Apple's probably got a patent on that yeah. now. So, um, and then I'm going to be speaking with Fred Armisen on um, Friday morning. That would be
0: Portlandia's Fred Armisen in Saturday Night, Night Live,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he played Steve Jobs at one time um, on Saturday Night Live, and he's retired that character since.
0: So, if you've ever played Steve <laughs> Jobs in any. Uh, 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 commercial uh, performance. The, you've been invited to this year's <laughs> macro <Mackerel, laughs> exactly viral. Right. Have
1: you ever done a Steve Jobs? Okay, mm-hmm. you're in. But uh, in this case, I don't know if you've watched Portlandia much, but um, uh, yes, they feature a lot of Apple products. And unlike um, a lot of other programs where you see that you know there's a piece of tape over the brand, so things are masked out, and they kind of celebrate Apple products in this way. And I think it, one is it's because both Fred and Carrie are Apple fans. But also because of the world of Portlandia, those are the devices that those people would own because a lot of it is about uh, the cachet of having Apple products and being cool and hip. And well, it's cool a stuff. very
0: tech-savvy show. Right.
1: Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, so there's that, uh, the uh, uh, various events there. And, of course, there are the, the, the conferences and workshops right. and where you can uh, uh, rub shoulders with the big brains of the, the Mac and iOS world. Uh, obviously, uh, you're involved in that as well,
1: I think. Uh, my brain is going. The yeah. rest of me is, is staying put. Mm-hmm. But uh, my brain will be there in a jar bubbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a few things. I'm doing a main stage session, um, a mountain lion session. So we'll be talking about tips and tricks for mountain lion. And then I'm doing a Mac 911 Session that's based on the column, and that's really about troubleshooting iOS and Mac devices um, and then the interview stuff. And then we also have our own very uh, very own macro Live stage, which why, I'm sort of putting together.
0: Why, let's talk about that and where that yeah. is and uh, who can see it and uh, what we'll be featuring.
1: We uh, – if you're at the show and you have uh, access, which means you have a $25 pass or better – you can go to our macro live stage. It's on the second floor. So if you go up the escalators and then down around to where the uh, down escalator is, our corner is in the north east corner of the building and uh, plenty of room to sit so you can take a load off. And uh, we're running sessions from 11 in the morning, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday until five o'clock on Thursday and Friday. And then We will stop just before the drum circle starts on Saturday at 4 o'clock, which is not nearly as flaky as it sounds. It's actually a a ton of fun. They did it last year, and it was really good. Um, So that's worth sticking around for as well.
0: And what are some of the um, uh, things that will be on the Macworld,
1: iWorld stage? We have a a wide variety of sessions. Uh, We're going to kick off Thursday morning with Dan Morin, who if you haven't seen him in person, you definitely will because he's doing a ton of stuff. Uh, he has a session with uh, called a word from the developers. So he'll have Paul Kafasis, um, Guy English, and Rob Rhine there, who are developers. So they're going to talk about what the experience is like uh, being an iOS and uh, and macOS developer. Um, Dan Miller, another I should mention that most of these sessions are hosted by editors at MacWorld. Uh, Dan Miller, who's uh, who runs MacWorld, is going to be talking workflow. With um, with a host of characters, uh, Jackie Dove is going to be talking photography and video in the Mac. Our own Carlos um, Rodella Rodella mm-hmm. does um, he's a gamer. He he does all our videos, and you're going to see a lot of those this, this week. Um, he's going to talk Mac gaming and what went wrong. So why the Mac platform as powerful it is as it is is not uh, the primary uh, gaming platform for a lot of people. They still use PCs and uh, set top boxes. And then Lex Friedman. And uh, Dave Wiskus are going to do a um, version of their Unprofessional Live um, podcast, which is a very popular podcast and, and very good. So that and I believe they get up. to
0: talk about technology this time.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're going to be with um, Amy Jane Gruber this time, who is uh, John Gruber's wife. And, uh, and they're going to talk about technology. The whole idea of Unprofessional is that they talk to tech people but not about tech, which is a, a very cool format. And that's Thursday. And then uh, Friday – oh, Speaking of Friday, and since since you're listening to the Macworld Podcast, I know that your favorite version of this podcast is the pundit showdown. That is an outright lie. It is not. I get nothing but fan mail saying, I love the pundit showdown. Oh, are you on too? Oh. Uh, and so our own Philip Michaels, who's on the other side of the mic here, is uh is going to be doing pundit showdown. Who do you have on this this time?
0: Um it is a panel that is entirely devoid of Macworld personalities. Perfect. <laughs> but but uh, uh, interesting tech luminaries like Jeff Carlson of Tidbits and a frequent MacWorld contributor, Armando Rodriguez, who uh, works for both uh, our sister sites TechHive and PC World, and has appeared on the Pundit Showdown before, Eric Malinowski who uh, uh has worked for Wired and uh is starting with Buzzfeed and uh has worked for Deadspin in the past and uh Jesse Char uh will also be a panelist. It it will be an interesting mix and it will probably uh end all of our careers and we're uh, we're looking forward again to uh to setting the bar low for the rest of the Macworld iWorld stage.
1: Excellent. So uh do you, do you have odds on any of these hasn't Carlson won at one time?
0: Yeah, Car- uh, Jeff Carlson won last year's live show. Oh. Um, so I should put my money on Carlson. Nah, not necessarily. Right. I don't want him to get the big head. You see, I don't like making predictions because I'm also the scorekeeper. Oh, that's in right it's, to the host. It's
1: rigged. That's, yeah, that's uh, why I never. No, ran.
0: it's um, it's um, it's kept competitive.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that uh, that happens at uh, I think it's noon. On, noon on Friday. Noon on Friday. So, High noon. And these are always a hoot. You absolutely have to come to see that. Um, there's going to be an Apple in 2013 session on Friday at 11, and that's with Dan Morin, Serenity Caldwell, Lex Friedman, Dan Frakes, and John Maltz. Uh Super Art Fight, which was hugely popular last year, um, Serenity Caldwell is going to host that again. And basically, you have two designers, uh, one each with a, a laptop or an iOS device, and they're uh, they're doing art in a competitive fashion if you haven't yeah, seen it they're, they're,
0: they it was kind of maniacal last year with yeah. people bouncing around the stage it
1: was it was weird i expect was, the same thing yeah. this year um we'll have back uh, macworld's best of show awards so that is the opportunity well basically what happens on thursday is the macworld editors stream out acro- across the floor they look for stuff they've already um previewed some things and then i there's some series of meetings over the next 24 hours where the editors decide what looks cool on the show floor and uh and they vote and people win and uh and roman goes along with his entourage and he, i think he wears a crown and a long velvet cape and presents people with the best of show award and then some of them come on stage and talk about uh what they've developed and and uh and why it's cool so it's it's a nice way to kind of filter out what we think is particularly worth seeing while you're here, then you can go by and talk to the developers. And then ending on that day, I talk with um, the folks at iFixit, who are those if you're ever looking for um, teardown porn, they're the ones who deliver it. So any new device that comes out of any significance, they fly it across the world to make sure that they're among the first people to get it. They rip it apart. Maybe they put it back together. Um, and let you know how the thing operates. Plus, they have a very uh, green take on technology. So they're always interesting to talk to. This year, they're going to bring a couple of devices and tear them down on stage and hopefully put them back together as well.
0: All right. And that's that's the Friday. Is there, is there anything on Saturday? Oh,
1: well? there's stuff on Saturday as well. So uh, The Incomparable Live, which is a very popular podcast that's hosted by Jason Snell. Jason's out of town this week, so Dan Morin is going to be hosting this time. Uh, it will feature once again the loquacious Lex Friedman, Dan Frakes, supposing that he gets well because mm-hmm. Dan's sort of habit is the weekend before – the show, he comes down with some horrible illness. and So don't shake Dan's hand if you see him this week.
0: No, he'll be broadcasting from within a plastic baggie. (laughs)
1: Exactly right. And then Serenity to Call will be be there as well. And these are regular participants of the show. Um, We're going to talk after that. I'm going to host the next one, which is called Cool Products On and Off the Show Floor. It will be something about some of the things that we see on the show floor, and Lex will be on that one. Dan Frakes, again, sitting way across the stage from me. Mm -hmm. And Jason Cross from TechHive And really, we're going to just talk about the kind of technology that we use in our everyday lives that we think is just cool Um, beyond sort of like oh yeah, well I have an iPhone or I have a Galaxy or whatever. Um, But a lot of things that we depend on that we think are are a lot of fun to use. And if we see stuff on the show floor, we'll we'll mention that as well. Um, And then Serenity Caldwell is back. Boy, she's busy too. Yeah, Um, and she's going to talk to David Sparks, Adam Engst, and Tanya Engst about alternative publishing. And if you are thinking of getting into the ebook business or transitioning from printed media to electronic media, this is something you want to tune into because these are people who have been doing it, have been doing it successfully for a number of years and they know how it's, how it's put together. And uh, I watched their session last year and it really was invaluable. It's, it's a great thing. And then finally, we wrap up that day with Ask the Editors and that will be me, Dan Morin, Philip, you are going to be there as well. I
0: will be there, but I, I will refuse to answer any questions.
1: <laughs> Dan Miller will also be there, uh, and Dan Frank's again, don't touch him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Ask the Auditor session is really we come there with no agenda. We basically sit down, we open the floor to people's questions, and we say, what's on your mind? It could just be 40 minutes of us staring awkwardly at each other. It could be, but it turns out – it. it It never is. The people have things they want to talk to us about. And it isn't simply about, well, how do you do your work? And I do or don't like this about whatever you do. But people tend to say, look, you guys are in the business of knowing about this stuff. What do you think about Apple doing this or where do you think this is going? So really it's just a a chance to pick our brains. Um, And I should stress that if you can't come to the show, although we'll miss you deeply. I, I
0: I was about to ask. Chris, what if what if I was a fool and didn't save up all my bread to buy a flight to San Francisco, California, USA? Well, on TransLove Airlines. Y- yeah,
1: <laughs> I love that song.
0: Good reference. Uh-huh. Um,
1: so, um, yeah, if you how can I see <laughs> these wonderful sessions? Well, I'll tell you how you can. You just go to the MacWorld homepage uh, Thursday, Friday, and or Saturday, and we're going to be live streaming each and every one of these events. So, if you can't make it, again, we'll miss you. But you can uh, just tune in, and the stream is live. It's great. Uh, there will be occasions when the people hosting these things will say, "If you have a question, tweet us, and we'll let you know." Uh, it'll probably be at the MacWorld account with a certain hashtag, and you can tweet the people on stage. And if they have time, they will uh, read your tweet aloud. And uh, as long as it's not, you know, inappropriate, and uh, and they may uh, answer your. Those question. are the
0: very tweets I will read aloud.
1: <laughs> Speak yes. for yourself, no, I'm sorry, we school marm. <laughs> we will retweet those. Uh, yeah, so you have the opportunity to, to catch up on everything we're doing, even if you can't be here. So please tune in.
0: So that is a, a glimpse at some of the things to expect from Macworld, iWorld this week. We have a couple of colleagues, Lex Friedman and Dan Morin, who want to talk about what they're looking forward to at uh, this week's conference.
2: I'm senior writer Lex Friedman. And I'm senior editor
3: Dan Morin. And, you know, Dan, one of the things I'm most looking forward to at Macworld slash iWorld, I believe you pronounced the slash, is uh, the very first official event of the proceedings. We're going to be live blogging it, you and I. That's right. Ashton Kutcher and Josh Gad, the star of the movie Jobs, and hopefully when you're hearing uh, this, I believe
2: it's pronounced it's Jobs.
3: I hope when you're hearing it say it, that yes, you realize the J I pronounced is lowercase and the Obs is all uppercase. Uh, but uh, they star as uh, Kutcher is Jobs and Gad is Wozniak, and they're going to have a conversation with MacWorld IWorld showrunner Paul Kent to talk about, I guess, playing Steve and Steve in the movie, and we're going to live blog every moment of that hard-pressing interview.
2: It's going to be... There's going to be details that you have never heard before and that you will likely never hear again. What? They may be completely fictional. It's it's unclear.
3: You know, Dan, one thing I'm curious about is... Uh, and my guess is no, to be honest. But will they address the fact that Wozniak... The, uh, the basically has said that uh, he thinks the movie is garbage that he refused to serve as a as a consultant for the film
2: after seeing the first script because he and, was and so in fact offended has by chosen to act as a consultant to the other Steve Jobs film that is coming out which is being written by Aaron Sorkin the one I intend to see. Right. Well, the one we all intend to see. I want to know if they're going to throw down with Noah Wiley and Joey Slotnick, who played Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak in the TNT, I believe it was 1999 TV movie, Pirates of Silicon Valley. You know,
3: I've, I've heard that uh, Wiley has thrown his, his hat into the ring with the Sorkin movie. I don't believe they've cast their jobs yet, but he, he wants the chance to play that role again.
2: I, you know, he's the only person to ever have been approved, probably by Steve Jobs, in playing that role, and he's he's done it on at least two stages. You know, the stage of the film, and then the, the
3: stage of a Mac World Expo. Indeed, but he probably won't be there this year. <laughs> That's my guess. And that the Josh Gad and Ashton Kutcher conversation with Paul Kent is going to be on Thursday, January thirty first, at nine a.m. on the main stage.
2: Lex, can I tell you something I'm excited about? I suppose. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I'm pretty excited to hear that there are a trio of guys from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory who will be talking about the software, hardware, and whole process of dropping a rover on Mars. Do they do that all from like an iPhone? I think that these days you can pretty much do it from an iPhone. I'm pretty sure that rover's like, it's like the uh, Parrot AR drone that we tested. It's basically the same thing. Got it. You, just, you have an iPhone, you tilt it around, and your thing drives around Mars do i recall don't isn't the the mars rover powered by like a power
3: pc chip or something
2: i th- i don't remember if the current one is which is curiosity which is the all three of these gentlemen worked on the curiosity project but at least i think some of the previous versions maybe this one too power pc still exists a lot as a uh, embedded platform anyways i'm I'm really intrigued to hear about this i was uh, i followed the mars rover stuff very closely when during the the landing and you know i think it's a really interesting dramatic story and i think we've seen um in the photographs they have of some of their mission control setup and everything that a lot of them are Mac users. So I will be interested to hear what kind of role Apple technology, if it all played in this whole process is, is Mohawk guy, one of those guys. I don't think so. It's the lead flight director, David O oh, the activity planning and sequencing software manager. That's a mouthful James Krien, and uh, software chief engineer, Ben. I'm going to butcher his name. C i c h y. Anyways, so that, that sounds like it could be a lot of fun and really intriguing, and it's kind of cool to get a whole insight into that process of space. And that is on Thursday, January 31st from 2 p.m. to 2.45 p.m. I would love to be able to tell you what room it's in, but I cannot find it on the schedule. <laughs> uh, I, by the way, just, just in case you're, you're feeling like maybe your
3: computer doesn't have enough RAM, I did confirm that the Curiosity Mars rover has a whopping 256 megabytes of RAM. So... Just going to hardcore. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, some of the other things I'm looking forward to at iWorld, slash Macworld reversed, is... <laughs> let me try that again. One of the other things I'm looking forward to at Macworld, slash iWorld, is uh, some of the talks that you and I are involved in. We're doing some together and some apart, because we are separable. Barely, but somewhat. I think... I, I, I cry a little bit every time we get separated. I, though. I'm hoping you'll attend, since you're not a part of, my panel... Uh, on whether Apple has forgotten power users, the extended title is iCloud, App Stores, and other things to fear. Colon has Apple forgotten power users? Basically, uh, my contention is that perhaps with the uh, you know the the simplifications that Apple's working to make on iOS and those those same simplifications getting ported increasingly to the desktop on OS X. Uh, the question is, should power users? Be afraid that some of the features they love and the access that they crave on their Macs uh, may be, you know, going the way of the Dodo and uh, whether that's cause for concern or not. So I'm going to be joined by John Gruber from Daring Fireball, Matthew Panzarino from The Next Web, Paul Kafasis, is that right? Never, never heard of him. Paul Kafasis from Rogue Amoeba and uh, uh, Renee Ritchie from iMore. As an excellent crew, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't handle with the second tier folks.
2: Do do you think that Apple has actually just really just forgotten about them? Like, oh my God, oh, we have all these power users. It's possible that you know the Reminders app only came after power users had long
3: existed, so it's possible they just haven't remembered. But no, I, I I think that I I don't know what the conclusion of the panel will be. I literally don't know what the other guys think. But I, you know, the fact that Mountain Lion has built into it that option where you can say. Uh, only let me install apps from the Mac App Store. I don't think that means that one day you're only ever going to be able to install apps from the Mac App Store, and other third-party apps or you know apps from third-party sources won't be allowed. But I do think that it shows that Apple is getting increasingly curious about how much can it clamp down computers to make them simpler, since there's a lot more people who like simple than who like you know the power user complexity.
2: Sure. Sure, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I I think there are some other interesting things that we should uh, talk about at MacWorld, iWorld. For example, uh, I'm intrigued. There's a whole lengthy track of iPhoneography sessions. So that's um, not a word, Dan. It is now. I've I've checked my dictionary. Uh, all all the people out there who use their iPhones as cameras, and there there are a lot of them. Uh, they you know you can you can do pretty well with just you know pulling your iPhone out and shooting a picture on it, but you can do even better with some tips and tricks from a lot of these experts who really know their photography stuff. So you can learn how to take even better pictures and how to do some editing and tweaking. There's a whole lengthy series of these talks. Uh, I think there's, there's a couple every day on slightly different topics, uh, including, uh, accessorizing your camera, um, taking it just from shooting and turning it into, uh, you know, more of an artsy image. Um, what else yeah they, there's a, there's a ton of these these various iphoneography sessions so i think there's there's a lot of uh, options there to learn about how to get even more of that that iphone camera which is great cuz we all carry it around with us all the time we do we do and you know
3: of the the several times you and i will appear on stage together dan we're going to be hosting an event uh about ios 6 features that you may have overlooked you, I, you and i, I are I,
2: I haven't looked closely at those.
3: Yeah, but uh, the thing is, I am willing to personally guarantee that every single person, uh, every single person who attends that event, will learn at least one thing about iOS six that they didn't know already.
2: I'm willing to guarantee they will learn
3: exactly one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's actually the overlooked
2: feature of iOS six. We've just got the one,
3: but we're really excited about it. We're going to talk
2: about it five hundred times. Right? Uh, no, I I agree. That's I think that they uh you know like I said, people people carry their phones around with them everywhere, and maybe you're doing something you don't realize is not the most efficient way to be doing it, and maybe there are things that you've never learned about your iPhone. So I think that that's uh this is this is a session really everybody should attend. Right. If you don't attend it, then clearly you hate America. And we wouldn't want you to do that. I'm, I'm also looking forward to seeing, um, although I'm, I'm not sure I will have a chance myself to see it based on scheduling conflicts, but uh, Fred Armisen from uh, Saturday Night Live and from Portlandia will be talking with our own Chris Breen about using Apple technology. Um, I, uh, I heard him a couple weeks ago on, uh, he was on the NPR show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And he was pretty funny. He talked about how as a kid, he always wanted to be famous when he grew up. So he seems to have, you know, he's, he's hit his mark in that uh, insofar as, uh, you know, performing on TV goes. But uh, now he's appearing on stage at Macworld Expo, which I think we can both agree is a major milestone.
3: He was also just recently on an episode of This American Life with Ira Glass, wherein he spent the entire episode impersonating Ira Glass on this American life. It was fun.
2: Yeah. He's a, he's quite the impersonator. Yes, that's true.
3: Well, and you know, of course the, the other big thing we're all looking forward to is everything on the expo show floor. Uh, I truly, although I've seen, you know, the, the full list of vendors, I don't know all the products that are going to be unveiled and the announcements that are going to be made, but uh, I, I fully expect that the floor is going to be jam packed with iPad and iPhone accessories and cases, uh, I fully expect that we're going to see some some novel devices, whether they use suction cups or vacuum sealing or waterproofiness or something else. But whatever it is, it's going to be exciting. Uh, not to mention the – I think it's 74 acres this year, maybe, maybe 74 hectares of iOS app developers showing off their app. So I'm excited to see that too. I,
2: I kind of picture it like an old-timey uh, carnival barkers sort of standing there yelling at you about what their iPhone app does.
3: You know, if I wanted to stand around and get yelled at, I could just stay home
2: that's you know or go to you know pretty much any city in this country i want i want to put in one last plug there for a, a a presentation that you will not be joining me on stage for but i think you will be attending which is a trivia contest that i am co-hosting with the aforementioned Paul Kafasis called answer please uh, it's a uh, Apple trivia extravaganza, and we, are, we will have prizes to give out to attendees who show up to play. So it's kind of a pub quiz style event where you show up with a few of your friends, or you can join a team with some other people, uh, and you compete to recall trivia about Apple and Apple products. Have you
3: revealed what any of the prizes are yet?
2: We have not. We have not. But I think I can say safely that they are uh uniquely suited to Apple product users. You're giving away Tim Cook. I'm not giving him away. <laughs> okay. It's an it's it's you get to have dinner with Tim no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a date with Tim Cook. You get yeah. to have Tim Cook for dinner. <laughs> Don't no. No. He doesn't he's he's okay with cannibalism, but not not that kind of cannibalism. Cook Tim Cook. Is there, is there anything else you're excited about, Lex? Uh well getting to see you, Dan. That's the other exciting part. It's the best part of Macworld
3: Expo. I mean Me, Macworld slash iWorld.
0: Thank you, Lex and Dan. Um, What can you expect from Macworld.com? Well, plenty of coverage. Uh, Chris mentioned the live streaming that will be appearing on uh, uh, Macworld's homepage between uh, uh, the hours of 11 and 5 p.m. Thursday and Friday and I think 11 to 4 on Saturday. Uh, Lots of uh, reports filed from the show floor from our editors as they scurry about looking at many of the new products making their debut, uh, slideshows and photos of of what we see. and. And, of course, um, we'll also take some of those Macworld uh, live sessions and turn them into podcasts and videos for your viewing pleasure. Uh, so plenty to look forward to in the next uh, uh, few days and then and the week beyond that as we uh, deal with the repercussions from Macworld. Uh, and frankly, I'm I'm looking forward to the show, Chris. How about you? I am too. Can't wait. Okay, and we hope you're looking forward to it as well. We hope you're looking forward to more podcasts from uh, MacWorld. And if you're still hungry for podcasts after that, hey, why not check out our friends at Tech Hive and their play this podcast, which is also available on iTunes. Just uh, search for it in iTunes. You can find out all that they're talking about there, involving uh, games and digital entertainment and technology, and it. It's it's a pretty pretty good listen. Uh, Highly recommend it. At any rate, I'd like to thank Lex Friedman, Dan Morin, and Chris Breen, as well as you, the listener. This is Philip Michaels. We'll talk to you next week.